is Tuesday Terrors on the Mutual Audio Network. <laughs> the following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. This is the Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment Network. Expand your wonder. I fed and fed and fed more on the vampire blood. It was like nothing I had ever experienced. No human's blood could ever match this feeling. It is something, isn't it? I wasn't sure if you were just playing along with Cantello, but I understand now. It can't be any other way. No, we both were made to destroy them, Ariana. Not be one of them. We were lost. But Larissa has freed us. Welcome. Now why the fuck are we here? This old burned-out church is a refuge for the Grosvenor clan in times of great turmoil. It's the last refuge. But wouldn't they kill us on sight? No, it's daytime. Vampires don't hunt in the day. They're not expecting us. But they know we are here. Okay. This way. Come on. Who the hell are... My God! Hello, Elliot. Lydia, is that you? Yes, dear cousin, it's me. Oh, your skin is so cold. You're almost like... A vampire. God, no! You've come to finish us all. You're one of them. No, not at all, Elliot. Is this all that is left? Agent Cantella. We thought you died. I did. And I know you, Ariana Grayson. Hello. Thomas had you as speed for the others. That's right. I don't know you. Sebastian. As you can see, we're in no shape to resist you. I guess the daytime gives us a little reprieve. Is that why you're here? To make us await our fates? Our numbers have dwindled to just a few of us left. How many? Fifteen. My god. That last battle really was the end game for us. We expected a complete victory, but in the end, we just lost the war. Your kind won. They are not our kind. I don't understand. If you're not here to finish us, why are you here? To give you the power to finish them once and for all. We are your deliverers from anguish, from defeat. We are the resurrection of the Grosvenor clan. Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment presents The Vampires of Whitechapel Chapter 15 The Draugr Incident The Vampires of Whitechapel opening theme, awakening, and closing theme, Dark Legacy, is by Midnight Syndicate. Other music in this episode is by J.C. Delatory and Atlantis Paradox. Note, this show contains dramatic scenes of horror, descriptions of violence or gore, and strong language that could be unsettling for young listeners. Parental discretion is strongly advised. I... 
can't believe she did it. I'm sorry, brother. I know she meant the world to you. After the warehouse, I thought we had finally connected. She had accepted me for who I was and what she had become. You love her? No, no, of course not. Alistair, it's okay to love her. I've loved many in my thousands of years on this pitiful rock. It's impossible to go through existence without loving and losing. Damn it. And now, because of your idiocy, I have to destroy her. My what? Look, no one forced her to become a blood reaper. She made that choice all by her onesies. Oh, so it's just a coincidence that the entire leadership of the new blood reapers are all your former night children. Ariana wasn't mine. She was yours. She's in your pyramid. What do you want from me? I want you to tell me about this Droga nonsense. What? No. Why do you need to know about that? First, because apparently that was the first time you caused the Blood Reapers to rise. Second, because you somehow ended them. It wasn't like this. And how was it exactly? It was a terrible mistake. It was 1849. The gold rush. I was in California. As they tried to strike it rich, I fed my fill in the dense woods. But I grew curious of the town life. One day I rode into a place they called Hangtown. It was named such because of the number of hangings they had there. As you would expect, the townsfolk looked at me with a scornful E. I didn't look my best in those days. I was a little ragged. My hair and face had grown long. Not the stylish posh gem I normally present myself as. I stopped at the local watering hole. I figured I could wet my dry whistle with some liquor. Not that we needed much sustenance, but it looked the part, you know. And who might you be? I'm a pretty. I am Jack. Welcome to Hangtown, Jack. Hangtown. Hmm. Lovely name. It fits, I'm afraid. I hope you're not intending on any bad deeds. Well, that depends on the type of bad deeds that are offered. <laughs> I'm afraid we aren't acquainted well enough for me to allow that sort of talk, Jack. I see the problem. We should get more acquainted. Daisy, come here. I wasn't doing anything, Pappy. Pappy? Oh, hello there, Sheriff. Where are you from, friend? Lots of different places. You sound English. That would be one of them. What's your business here in Hangtown? A drink. Find a friend. Rest up before I head back into the mountains. You know there's gold in them dark hills. Finish your drink and leave. That's not very polite. I was thinking of staying a spell. Think differently. And if I see you making eyes with my daughter again, I'll make sure we find something to stretch your neck for. Yeah, everyone heard that, yes? No? 
Howdy! Oh. You'll find no friends here, stranger. We don't need any more prospectors in these parts. All right, Sheriff. I definitely don't want to run afoul of the law. I'll finish my whiskey and be on my way. What were you doing talking to that man? Daddy, I wasn't doing nothing. I told you to stay out of the saloon. They think it's a problem. Five minutes into town and I'd already gone in trouble with the law. But for some reason, little Daisy was intriguing me. I didn't want to eat her, per se, but considered making her one of us. In my brief conversation with her, she had this spark of life. And to be honest, I was a bit lonely. There was just one problem. She was the sheriff's daughter. So, of course, as the good sheriff went to do his policing of the rowdy inhabitants of Hangtown, I began to court little Daisy, night after night, after I had fed. I came to see the sweet child. She had just turned 18. She barely lived yet. I didn't want to take her right away. I wanted her to have the chance to say no. You are so strange, Jack. I don't even know your last name. Hotep. Hotep? That's an odd name. What is it? Egyptian. I think. Daisy Hotep. <laughs> now hold on there. There's been no proposals made. No, just trying it on for size. Besides... I think your puppy would probably object. Yes, but when we run off together, he'll have no say now, will he? I guess he wouldn't. For a woman of those times, she knew what she wanted in life. I was enthralled by her spirit. And it certainly helped she wasn't insane. Like the Countess. I'd made a difficult decision. I'd reveal myself to her. If she accepted the dark gift, I'd make her an immortal. If she didn't, I'd leave Hangtown to my rotter and never return. Daisy. Yes, dearest? Do you love me? Unconditionally. Truly? Of course, Jack. Why do you ask? There's something I must show you. Yes, I know. That beautiful, clean face of yours. Now, if only we could get that ragged mane trimmed, we could just make you a gentleman. <laughs> Jack, stop. You're going to get your shaving mix all over me. This is a new dress. <laughs> and if I do, my sweet, I'll just have to help you get that dress off. Excuse me, Mr. Hotep. I don't believe I see a ring on this finger. There will be no taking of dresses until that occurs. Of course, my dear. And so, if such an arrangement is agreeable to you, then I must show you something. Oh, Jack Hotep, there is nothing about you that could change my mind. Mind the cliff there, love. I've been along these cliffs all my life. It's why I picked this place for our nightly picnic. You're making good use of Pappy's shaving kit. Yes, thank you for bringing it. Roughing it out here in the wilderness. Ugh. 
couldn't stand another day of that beard. <laughs> Nor could I. Well, I hope you're true to your word. What? You doubt it? And I'll show you. It may change things. I need you to, to not be frightened. I cannot be frightened of that lovely face. And you look so dapper with your little mustache. Daisy, come back from the edge. I'm ready to show you. Whatever it is, it can't be that. My God! My love! My God! Calm yourself. It's still me. My God! Don't be afraid. I'll never hurt you. Stop. Stop. Watch out! <laughs> no! There are three paths presented to you. The blue flame has the great risk, correct? Are you sure, Sophie? I foresee a path you can understand, let alone tread, but you will have to walk yourself. I am no stranger to being alone. I... I know it better than anything else. Ambush! Vix left a note saying they were going to explore and... We're all intense. I should have you exiled. Here with us now, the sunless. <laughs> this is blood. Are your minds made up too? Then step into the room behind me, adventurous. I wish you find what you seek and can heal your world. Dice Tower Theater, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I flew down immediately. But she'd been smashed at the bottom of the cliffs. I'm... I'm so... I'm... I'm so sorry, my pretty. Daisy. My flower. I... I can fix this. You didn't. I thought I could fix her, but gave her the gift she would heal. But she was already gone. If you give the gift to the dead, they stay dead. Undead. Yes! Wake, my love! Wake! Daisy? Oh, God! No! She attacked immediately. It took all of my skill to elude her. She was a draugr. An undead beast. Neither vampire nor human. Some sort of... Uh, what is the word they use for it now? Zombie! The dead walking... Whatever it is. That is what she became. Wrecked body and infectious play. Before I realized what happened, she'd already been or devoured half the town, including her dear puppy. The town of Hangtown had become Zombieville. What I didn't know was I wasn't the only one of our kind preying on the poor town folk of Hangtown. Diego Ramirez, the conquistador who had lived for oh, nearly 400 years, was attacked by Daisy and eaten 
And now she turned from just a drogger to a blood reaper. I fled to the nearby town of El Dorado, looking for more of our kind to put down the flare. The drogers were easy to extinguish, put fire to the lot, and up they went. But the blood reapers were another matter. They were highly contagious. One bite turned you into that blood reaper, drogger hybrid. And they were insanely fast. You basically would lose yourself and become one of them. A monstrous beast preying on vampires. They were mindless, though. Not like Cantello's crew. They were nothing but animals. Searching for our kind. They basically wiped out the vampire population in California within a year. The council sent a highly skilled team to deal with them. In the small town of Coloma, California, the scourge was ended. Jackie Hotep, where are the monsters? Master Malachi, I wasn't expecting... Tell me where they are. We have precious time. The blood moon is upon us. What is that? Okay, never you want. They are currently gathered in the barn over there. How did you manage to get them together? Wasn't easy. Glad you bait. Mostly. What? You mean to tell me? It's not to dwell on it, Master. There'll be a reckoning for you, Jackie Hotep. Let's keep our eyes on the prize. The only time the power of the Blood Reaper is diminished is under a blood moon. If we don't take care of them now, we won't get another chance for two years. And why then? There may not be many of us left. I see. There. It's beginning. Everyone to the barn. Not a single one of these monsters can be spared. It was vicious and brutal. They had no chance. That's when I saw her. My Daisy. She had decayed terribly. She was still wearing the tattered remains of the dress she wore that fateful day. Daisy, do you recognize me? It's me! Jack! You're Jack! Daisy! Please. No! Gods, no! What the hell are you doing, Jackie Hotep? None of them can survive. Now. Round up the parts and be careful they don't bite or scratch you. Her bits wiggled as we stockpiled them, along with the others she had created. I never heard anything like that screaming. It was horrid, terrifying, even for this old vampire. You had to put down the woman you loved? Yes. It broke me for a while. And the punishment didn't help. What did they do? I was bricked. They bricked you? Yes. In Whitechapel. For a term of 40 years. Encased in a stone tomb. I nearly served the whole term. Until a fire broke out as a result of a clash between the police and protesters. Oh, 
you're not talking about Bloody Sunday, are you? I think that's what they ended up calling it. I was in Whitechapel then. I don't remember any fires. Trust me, there were. I thought I was done for until the ceiling weakened, and I was able to make my escape before the entire place toppled on me. God. I'd already gone quite mad by then. I rampaged all of Europe for a year. Little by little, becoming myself again. Until I returned to Whitechapel in 1888. Yes, that part I know. Right. So then, the only way to kill a Blood Reaper is on the next Blood Moon. Yes. And when will that be? November 2021. God help us. I don't think God looks too kindly on us, brother. We're on our own till then. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Vampires of Whitechapel. If you like our show, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of the podcast apps that podcasts are aired. Be sure to rate and review our show on Podchaser and other apps. It's how others can join our vampire coven. If you'd like to listen to commercial-free versions of this podcast and ensure next season of Vampires of Whitechapel, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TFA Entertainment. We will have exclusive Vampires of Whitechapel content, including Patreon-only episodes, early access to these episodes, and behind-the-scenes interviews with actors and creators, all just for you. The part of Ariana Grayson was played by Cat Noel. Jack the Ripper and Alistair Conacher were played by Alexander Dotti. Larissa Cantillo was played by Rita Della Torre. Lydia Grosvenor was played by Karen Himdahl. Sebastian was played by J.C. Della Torre. Elliot Grosvenor was played by Jack Hitchings. This episode guest starred Scott Hill as King Malachi, Jonathan Nyberg as Sheriff Norris, and Rita Della Torre as Daisy. This episode was written, produced, and directed by J.C. Della Torre. Music for this episode was created by J.C. Della Torre in Atlantis Paradox. The Vampires of Whitechapel opening theme, Awakening, and closing theme, Dark Legacy, was composed and performed by Midnight Syndicate. You can find out the latest news and developments regarding this audio drama at vampiresofwhitechapel.transmissionsfromatlantis.com and our Facebook page. Be sure to follow the vamps on Twitter at VampiresofWC, at Ariana Grayson, at Alistair the Vamp, and at Jack the Ripper WC. But be warned, if you at them, they just might at you back. Also, join the discussion on the Vampires of Whitechapel Discord channel, hosted by Cast Junkie. This has been a production of Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment Network. Until next time, keep the light on, and don't walk down any dark streets. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. 
Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com. (laughs) 